Good morning and welcome to this week's Up and Running. Coming up on this morning's show, I'm speaking with Shamie Kaleri, who's retiring from his shop, Kaleri's, on Grattan Street in Sligo, where he has been running it for the last 42 years, a business that his dad opened 72 years ago. Interior designer Anne Tui joins us to tell us about her recession-proof interior design course, which is starting online on the 24th of October. She also tells us about her journey to become an interior designer and a very successful one at that. Up and running with Claire Ronan on Ocean FM. And this morning, I'm delighted to be joined by Shami Kaleri. Many of you will know Shami, a very well-known face around town, and that is Kaleri's shop on Grattan Street in Sligo Town. Good morning, Shami, and thank you very much indeed for joining us on this morning's Up and Running. Good morning, Claire. Okay, so tell us about your dad. He opened this shop 72 years ago. Yeah, uh, 72 years ago he started as a tailor in Sligo. Um, I suppose when I was a kid there was maybe three or four tailors and there'd be six machinists uh, making suits. That was, that was his trade. Um, I came into the business then 42 years ago. Uh, not being a tailor, <laughs> had to change things slightly. So uh, I don't know where we went from uh, tailoring to surfing, but <laughs> well, probably more suitable to um, to your personality, Shamey. Now you certainly don't look like somebody who went into the business forty two years ago. For anyone who hasn't seen Shamey, and there won't be many of you, he's very young and fresh looking. James, your father, in those days, uh, Shamey, this was a really big thing. People went and got their suits made rather than having them bought oh, yeah. off the shelf. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I watched in the workshop, like um, the, the suits were handmade, they were handcrafted, everything was made for the customer. There was no such thing as, as a plan for a suit. It was was made to your figure and oh, it was a different... Uh, it was a different thing than the suits today, you know. I suppose that might be part of the reason I got out of it. I love the quality of what was happening then, and unfortunately a lot of that is lost now, you know, that it's, it's not the same. But, you know, things move on. <laughs> well, they certainly do, but things have changed a bit in recent times. I just heard an ad recently um, for a well-known suit shop um, who are doing bespoke suits. Maybe it's coming back a little bit. Oh, it is. I mean, you know... The, the independents are coming back without a doubt. I mean, nobody wants to go to come into Sligo now and see the same shops that they see in every other town. So you need a bit of variety and you need something different. And I, I see, you know, even in Grattan Street now, there's no more than myself, there's a lot of second generation guys, you know, that have taken over the business from their fathers. And good luck to them, you know. It's, it's, uh, what what did my dad used to say? He said, uh, if you enjoy what you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life, you know. So I enjoyed it all my life and, you know, I, I time to go with them. <laughs> well, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, it's something I see every week and I say it nearly every week. And one of the things that's so fantastic about the job I do is the passion and love that people have for their businesses. One thing I just wanted to touch on, because anyone who's listening this morning that wasn't brought up in Sligo and some of our listeners in Donegal and Leitrim, 
um, when you were growing up, Shamey, like Grattan Street was a place that people were brought up, like you had friends that lived above their shops as well. Oh, completely, yeah. I mean, the, the centre of town was, everybody lived above their shop and, and you know, I mean, everything happened in the centre of town. Like, like on a, you know, you, you go into town now on a, on a Sunday morning and there's nobody in the town. When I was a kid, the place would be buzzing, like, you know, there was go-karts coming down Harmony Hill and, <laughs> you know, there was loads of us living there, you know, so it was, it's it's a shame that it's not, that, you know, a lot of it is deserted upstairs now, you know, and maybe that can come back as well and maybe people can move back into town. I mean, it was a, I enjoyed it, I had a great life there and, you know, it's a, I, ho- I hope it regenerates, you know. I think it might. Um, Recently, we were talking when I was covering on Niall's show, uh, the fact that the government were bringing in grants. And you would have to think that there's a lot of shops, aren't there, on High Street, Grattan Street, John Street, all around that area that could be have apartments above them or even turned into homes. Yeah, well, I mean, I was I was living above the shop until I was 17, you know, so all of the all of the shops in town would have full accommodation. There were you know, three and four bedroom houses. So it, w- it would take very little money to turn them back into that, you know, and it's just with the housing shortage at the moment, why would you be building houses when they're there, you know, take advantage of what's there? Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully we'll see that. Okay, so Shami, you have decided to close the curtains on a wonderful career of retailing in Sligo. And the reason I'm here to speak to you this morning is you just wanted to give a message to some of the customers who've been very loyal to you over the years. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had so many, you know, online messages and texts and everything from everybody. And it's, it's, ah, it's, it's been, a, you know, it's been a great life in retail and I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, not just the, the the retail part of it. I mean, the crack, you know. Every Monday morning, someone come in, you know. The Rovers were brilliant, or they were absolute rubbish, and you know, it's a bit of crack and a bit of banter, and it's it's uh, it's 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 going to be different, but you know, new chapter start, you know. <laughs> and new challenges and what people are calling retirement now is refirement so you never know what's actually going to happen but there is you know we're always giving out about everything we're giving out about the roads and the pavements and pedestrianization of the seats of the shop of the streets and all of that there still is a lovely community in Sligo isn't there Shamey there's still a lovely atmosphere and there's people look out for each other oh I mean luckily there's no better place in the world than Sligo you know for for years, the the you know I remember an advertisement years ago when I, and and they had it as the gateway to Donegal and I was going you know what's wrong with Sligo you know why, we're not a gateway to anywhere, you know we we have everything, and since the World Atlantic Way came in I mean you can see the difference, people that never heard of Sligo are now regular visitors they're coming down every weekend, golf and surfing you know it's it's a different ball game it's it's it was a game changer the Wild Atlantic Way really for everybody. And we just have to keep going with that. I mean, there's so much to sell in Sligo. You just have to get it out there, you know. But it is working, you know. People, as I say, it's an awful lot busier with tourists. The people that come to Sligo for the food, for the, the, the atmosphere, for the you know, sport, everything, they're coming back, and they're coming back on a regular basis, and they're telling their, their friends, and, you know, it's, 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 it's just brilliant now at the moment. You know, I'll, I'll miss all that, but... 
You know? <laughs> I'll still be around. You'll still be around. Tell me, Shamey, uh, have you got any advice for any person, a young person, no, no more than your own children, Robin and Emma? Have you any advice for anyone who'd be thinking of setting up in retail? Ah, look, it's a great life. I mean, it's not easy. I'm not going to sell it as a very easy, you know, you, you, the hours are long. There's no such thing as a 38 hour week. or a, <laughs> You know, you have to keep going and you have to do what you have to do to make it work. But as I say, if you enjoy it, you'll, you know, there's no better thing to do. Okay, well, you're very much looking forward to your retirement. When are you closing, Shamey? Uh, whenever I'm done. <laughs> there's no date set yet, but uh, fairly soon. <laughs> well, you'll be very much missed on Grattan Street, a lovely, friendly face. Thank you very much, Shamey, and the very best of luck for you in your retirement. Thank you very much. <laughs> Up and running with Claire Ronan on Ocean FM. And this morning, I'm delighted to be joined by Anne Tuhi. Of course, many of you will remember we've had Anne, or better known probably at this stage, the room junkie on the show a number of times. Good morning, Anne. Thank you very much indeed for joining us on this morning's show. Good morning, Claire. What kind words, and it's lovely to be back. Well, I'm delighted to have you for loads of different reasons, as always, Anne. But just for the listeners out there who haven't heard your story, I actually think your story is somewhat, it's inspirational for anyone who's, who's had a want to do something and just never got around to doing it. Do you mind just giving an idea of your interior design, your personal interior design story? Well, it's probably not the way you should approach it, but it's what I did. And it's a perfect example of if life gives you an opportunity, you say yes and you figure it out along the way. I trained as a nurse, Claire, in Sligo. Sligo is so close to my heart. Met, I met first one of my husband on a Sunday evening in Hargadon's bar. And I said to my friend, I'm going to marry him. But lo and behold, I did. But I, I was a nurse and we got married and we went off to Bermuda. And then we came back and we bought this lovely house in Fox Rock in Dublin which we thought was lovely but it was actually a wreck we were young we were naive you know stupid really um and realized no money left and this house needs a ton of work so I literally did a tiny bit of study there wasn't too much available unless you wanted to study interior design professionally and I it was self-taught so I did everything in that house I had a path beaten down to Buckley's auction house down in Sandy Cook to buy furniture, which I would have upcycled and refurbished myself. I learned how to French polish. I even took out a sewing machine, stripped floors, you name it, I did it. But by God, it was a fantastic learning curve. And then we decided to move back to Donegal, where we were both from, and the house has been auctioned. And I remember that the Sunday Times, the Irish Times, had our house on the cover of the supplement the house that wasn't really put together with money so it made me realize that you know this is something I should be doing so I went and I studied interior design professionally but I'm still a stay-at-home mother we built our dream home overlooking Loch Swilly and then one day I got and I got a high level distinction uh, and then I got a phone call one day from a researcher with RTE saying we are we have a new series of show house coming out would you take part? Do you remember Showhouse there? I remember it. I actually remember it well, and I remember you on it well. Go on, this is really good. Tell the rest of the story. It's mad. It's mad. Because, I mean, picture this. They, I remember the guy, he asked Mark O'Neill, he's a fantastic guy who's really gone through the ranks with them in TV, and he was so persistent. Because I thought, I have never had a client in my life. I have never had design briefs. I can't do this. 
So to get rid of him on the phone, I said, why don't you send me the application form and all the details? And it was a big lengthy Bible of a thing. But, you know, something hit me and I thought, I can do this and I will do it. And and the budget was tiny. This was an entire house care, four beds, semi-D, to be finished to a very high standard of only 25 grand. Right. I had spent more in my own kitchen, if I were to be brutally honest. Um, somehow I did it. And then I was pitted against a gorgeous girl from Galway, very well established interior designer. And that was the only wobble I had. I thought, oh my goodness, what have I done? But then I thought, you know what? I'm going to plan this through. No matter what happens with the cameras rolling and all the rest, I'm not going to waver from my design plan. And I didn't. And I won. And I won very strongly. The rookie won. And it was Shane Fylan's house as well. Slido connection. I, it was Shane Fylan's house as well, which brought an added bit of publicity to it. And it was in Sligo as well, Anne, wasn't it? It was outside Sligo. It was in Drummer Hair Care. Oh, it was... Uh, it was yeah. drama hair. It was amazing. It was amazing. That was a baptism of fire for me because you're right. Every tabloid in town, every newspaper, everybody publicised it. And in my innocence, I didn't even know who Shane Finan was until they talk- I thought this was Shane the builder from Drama Hair. And then they were talking about Westlight and helicopters and the penny dropped. Yeah. <laughs> and he was lovely. He was absolutely lovely. Uh, Anne, you went on then and um, you were working away with some very high profile clients, but obviously you have to stick to confidentiality. But I want you to tell the listeners how you approached COVID, because what you did in COVID is actually, it's amazing. You gave so much light and hope and a bit of laughter to so many people. Tell us what you did. Okay, you're making me a little bit emotional. Uh, I think I do things, I'm very decisive. I can dither about what to have for dinner, but for the big things, I make a decision in a heartbeat and I stick with it. And I remember one day, every project that I had coming up for the rest of the year in one day disappeared. Postponed, postponed, then it was cancel, cancel, cancel. And it had been shaping up to be a lovely year. And I cried for a full day, I think. And then I thought, cop yourself on because you're not the only person affected by this. And I thought, everybody is going to be at home now and they need their home to support them and they need something to motivate them and get them out of the doldrums and the depression that is COVID. So I, Sunday evening said, starting tomorrow at three o'clock, I'm going to go live every single day to share all of my interior design knowledge until COVID is no longer, and sure, almost three years later, I'm so serious. Well, I think what's very interesting about this, uh, Anne, is the way this this what you did proves that Facebook is still is still so strong and how much of an impact you can make on social media because there were more people watching your live uh, uh, in the afternoons during COVID than uh, many of the television programs that were aired. Did you know that? I've only just begun to realise that. Because last Christmas, I think it was last Christmas, I had a look at the numbers and it was something like half a million. It's probably quite a lot more than that now, which is mind-boggling if you think about it from the kitchen table. Um, but I don't know, it just captured the nation. And people, I think people like the practical component of it because you couldn't go out to the designer shop, so you literally had to shop your house. I had to show you almost what I did with a house in Foxtrot Park. It took you by the hand. People who never lifted a paintbrush in their life before 
transformed their house. They were able to develop their eye. They learned an awful lot. I have been critiqued for giving it all away. I don't care about that because, you know, since then I do have my online courses and, you know, and that's been transformational for me. I think I've discovered that I love teaching. I actually love the whole broadcasting. Um, you know, this week I've had a live um I can't call it the recession session, um, you know, just helping people and showing them what they can do and inspiring them and giving them confidence. Because when you have the knowledge and the confidence, I think you can, you know, achieve great things. And let me tell you, and to everybody listening out there, um, I'm 62 years old. I think I was 46 or 47 when I did RT Showhouse. So age is no barrier. You know, it doesn't matter what age or what stage you're at. Um, you can put your mind to anything and do it. The reason I wanted to get Anne on, okay, so it's the middle of October and I myself started looking around my house as to what needs to be done planning for Christmas because really if you want stuff done now, you need to start planning it. Anne has a great series of um, of online courses that are taking place and it's shop your house so tell us what should we be doing during this recession when there isn't a huge amount of money around okay it's even it's a lot more than shop your house shop your house one tiny component of it but it is where i start um for a lot of people yes of course this is the time of year traditionally when you want to do something wonderful with your house let me tell you lead times for lots of things are so long that you mightn't um even if you had the cash stashed away that you mightn't be able to get the sofa or whatever that you want so what I'm concentrating on, and I can't believe I didn't do this before, Claire, but I probably did it a bit through the life unconsciously. I trained as a professional interior designer. I have a really, really good, strong distinction um, qualification. But I also have the practical nuts and bolts. You know, when I did that show house for RTE, when I did our house, I had to do it myself. Mm. I had to be inventive. I had to use ingenuity. So that's what I'm teaching in the course. And I'm getting really excited about it um, because I actually did a... Um, there's an article into a, a magazine yesterday and the editor came back to say, this is brilliant and we're going to do a two-page spread in November. This is a paper, a magazine I buy all the time and uh, one of the glasses and she said, there's so much in it. Our listeners will love it. And I'm thinking, there's only a tiny, tiny bit of what I'm going to be teaching on the course in that article because now is the time and I can sense there's an appetite for it. A lot of people, I even have somebody from Bermuda enrolled and somebody from California. So it's not just local... Um, so it's an online course. It is delivered every Monday night live because I want to have a bit of interactivity. I've never done that before, but it's all it's all online. You have it forever, you know. And if you're not there on the Monday, and the Bermuda girl said I'm missing two days, two weeks because I'm travelling. No problem. Everything is there, recorded forever. And I have a Facebook group as well. This is something I do that I think is important. I create a community around each course so that if somebody say you do the course, Claire, and then you're in the paint shop in Sligo and you're struggling you can send me a little message and I'll put you right and I think that helps people who just there's a little bit of hand holding that goes on as well um, but I love it I absolutely love it and um, yeah I'm blossoming with this I absolutely love it never well, thought I'd enjoy teaching or broadcasting or being in front of a camera but I do well first of all you're excellent at the broadcasting and, and people do really enjoy the articles you do for so many of the magazines and newspapers um, it's great to see somebody getting a career in midlife really but Anne so 
I just want to remind the listeners now, this is a course that Anne is doing online, which means that each part of the course is recorded. So you can watch it back if you've missed something or you just want to check on something. And also the Facebook group, which is a great support mechanism. As you say, if you're painting your kitchen blue and somebody else has already done it, they put in a question, you know, does anyone like this color blue? And you get all the advice from all your other students as such. Now, Anne, anyone who wanted to get on one of these courses how do they enroll you can do one of two things you can send me a message on the room junkie facebook page which is a very easy way to or on instagram if that's your platform send me a message there or send me an email anne with an e at roomjunkie.com Okay, so that's Anne with an E at roomjunkie.com or Facebook, The Room Junkie. You'll find Anne there. She is very, very proactive on social media. Okay, Anne, just before we go, one little thing I thought um, I heard you saying recently on another program, um, a little task for the next couple of days uh, for any of our listeners out there. You were talking about how you should actually take all the clutter out of your room, move all the furniture and redesign your room yourself that doesn't cost anything can you just give us a little bit of information on that okay there's something cleansing and cathartic about taking everything out of the room yes it's a pain in the neck but i mean everything take down your curtains get help and move all the furniture out then take a photograph of that space because that does something bizarre it almost depersonalizes it because you're looking at that photograph subjectively and then you start putting everything back into the room. Start with your big ticket items. Maybe move sofas that you have in, in another room into that room. Or maybe change the layout of your sofas. Maybe you had two facing each other. Put them at an L now. Take in another chair. Only take back in that which is serviceable, functional, that you love. And if there's anything that can't be fixed or can't be replaced or upcycled, get rid of it. That is going to cause such negativity in that space. What you want is positive energy. Less is always more. And then if you really are, if the budget is really tight, and it is for lots of people, and there's no shame in that. I've been that girl before. Take pictures from another room. Use lamps from another room. Um, Maybe a rug from somewhere else. Or pick up a cheap rug. Shop your house. So taking things from another room. You get used to seeing something in the one space all the time. I think sometimes the furniture men come in, they plonk a sofa somewhere and it stays there forever and you get used to that and don't move it. So literally you can change the energy and somebody else could walk in and say, oh gosh, Claire, you've got new sofas and the room's been done up and it looks amazing and all you've really done is just rejig the design of it by using what you already had, not one penny spent. Yes, I think it's a great tip. I actually uh, did it the, about two weeks ago uh, in one of my rooms at home and moved all the furniture around and it feels like a new room and even moved the lamps. But you're so right, Anne. You get, you get the piece of furniture, you put it in a place and it's never moved. Anyone who is interested in uh, registering for this course, you can look up The Room Junkie uh, on Facebook. And your email again, Anne? It's Anne at roomjunkie.com. There you go. K-I-E. There you go. Very easy to find. Very easy to find. Well, you are very easy. So that's Anne with an E at roomjunkie.com. Well, Anne Tui, thank you very much indeed for joining us on this morning's show. And we'll be talking to you again soon. Thank you so much. It's always my pleasure, Claire. That's it for this week's Up and Running. Thanks to all my guests this morning. And most importantly, thanks to you for listening.
Niall Delaney is up next with the best of this week's Northwest Today. If you would like to listen back to any of this show, you can go to oceanfm.ie, click podcast, or you can also find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Ocean FM Ireland. Until next week, thanks for listening.